Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, show creator Ava here. What you're about to hear is a table read for episode one of season three of Spirit Box Radio. This was actually recorded before the final edits to shorten the length of the season were made, so it's a bit different from the final released version. 
It was originally offered as a reward as part of the Season 3 crowdfunder, and supporters got this table read shortly after the official release of the real Episode 1. I have another crowdfunder running at the moment for a new show, 12 Elms, but I won't get into that now. I hope you enjoy this table read featuring me, Billy, Will and Jesse, with Will reading the table directions and meowing like a cat. <laughs> have fun! I'd say this is attempt two at this table read, but like in actual fact, it's like attempt number four million and twelve because of the amount of times I've been like, I need to organise that. And then I've sat down and I've just been like, hello, because I've been so sick. But, you know, we finally get here and we've got as many people here as possible because uh, we were initially going to have Alex, who plays Anna, here to read the table, uh, to do, read the table. Yeah, just read the table. That's what you do. That's that's what we, that's what table read. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're for we read tables here um alex is going to read all the stage directions but unfortunately she's had technical problems so she can't be here uh, so we have actually here now we have will who plays oliver jesse who plays kitty and billy who plays scourge hi we're we're, we're doing it we're going ahead <laughs> finally <laughs> we've got this yeah billy's had to like <laughs> walk here through a storm oh, i don't know how this <laughs> I'm Billy dreading. braved the hurricane to be here. You know, yeah. Had to, had to give props. To try real hard. Be grateful. There's like way much more drama involved in this than I could have we're possibly just... anticipated. We're going to get halfway through this episode and we're going to be like, okay, has somebody got like a window open or something? It's just going to be Billy <laughs> clinging on to dear life. Like... In the middle of a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let me just, if I make this oh, window boy. smaller and I can still see if everyone's recording, that'd be handy, wouldn't it? Okay, cool. Um, my voice is still not like a hundred percent and a lot of this episode like most episodes of spirit box radio it's just me talking so uh, many apologies to <laughs> everyone who's actually here at this table read right now for me uh, slowly becoming the girl from the grudge uh as we go on um but we 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 live we move we carry on what? That's what you sound like off mic. Like, with what a lot of people don't know is that, like, every time they call and like you speak to him on in person, it's just like, hello, <laughs> hello, puppet. Yeah, a little goblin man. That's it's what a it little is. Gremlin man. Yeah. I'm just many bees in a people skin. That's what I am. All right, cool. Um, in that case, if if we're all good, I'm going to crack on and uh, start reading this huge section of me. I'm quite self-conscious about this. I don't know if you can tell. I normally act just me alone <laughs> with no one listening. Mm. So no. uh, sorry about it. And now you're here. Um, and it's all a bit weird. <laughs> I'm weirdly nervous. Don't worry, we'll make loads of encouraging sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, just the cat. <laughs> I've got Nim on my leg. Judge. I've got Nim on my leg. Yeah, yeah. You just silently judge me. All right, cool. I'm gonna crack yeah. on. Then, um... hello, faithful listeners. I'm going to tell you a story. It's a story about people. It's about you. It's about me. It's about everyone. And it's also about nobody at all. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio. Intro music. <laughs> That's funnier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Thank you, Will. <laughs> Hello, faithful listeners. It's been a while, I know. And there are those of you who probably think that me broadcasting again at all is a terrible idea. If that's you, then hopefully what... Uh, 
If that's you, then what are you doing tuning into the show? The off switch is available to you at any time. Hopefully. I know some people have had issues where they can't turn the show off, where it just comes blaring out of car radios without warning, leaking out of microwave ovens and smart fridges, my voice or the flat static that's broadcast whenever I'm not speaking, echoing through from both ends of baby monitors. I'm afraid there's not a lot I can do about that. I've never had control of where the show broadcasts or what it broadcasts, despite speculation. And yes, probably from some perspectives, that might seem like not broadcasting at all is the best thing I can do for everyone. Except that can't be the case because people have been hearing things in the static. A long time ago now, or what feels like a long time ago to me, Spirit Box Radio used to do what it was supposed to. For every minute of every day that wasn't a half hour slot on Thursdays where this show is broadcast, tuning into this frequency would have brought you to a continuous broadcast of other radio channels skipping through at a pace. It was a cheap, accessible way for people to use a spirit box to try and commune with the other side without having to faff about with their own devices or pay a significant upfront cost, because those things are expensive. Of course, the spirit box services have not worked for a long while now, not since shortly after I took over the show. Over time, the broadcast became more and more incoherent, messages appearing from the skipping channels too frequently and rarely in response to direct questions. There have been times where there hasn't been a broadcast at all. More... Most recently, it's been flat static, an almost comforting constant drone, somewhere between white and pink noise. The sound of a TV tuned to a dead channel, which is appropriate, given that I am host of this show, regardless of how well I've been upholding my duties there. This unrelenting buzz has run for months now, equal parts friendly, sinister and confusing. On the forum, some of you faithful listeners have reported that the noise helps you fall asleep. Others complain of how it follows them from place to place, quietly bossing out the inane pop music played on the speakers of their favourite high school street. <sighs> quietly blossing out the inane pop music played on the speakers of their favourite high street shops and ruining several club nights. Uh, sorry about your birthday, Christoph. I hope the lack of music in trub- Club Tropicana didn't dampen your spirits too much. If you've been around... Uh, If you've been around on the forums much in the last couple of weeks, you've probably noticed a few new threads opening about the static. There's a whole new section which has sprung up around it even. People have been hearing things in it. Two things, actually. The same two things. Esteemed forum user Carl the Cheese Witch managed to capture some of it. Listen. A fuzz of static. Now I'm Kiske Fidis. A fuzz of static. And here's another clip from later the same day. A fuzz of static. No somnes infinity sumus. A fuzz of static. I know those aren't super clear, but from the discussions around them, I've been able to pin down what's being said is nam kiske finis and nom omnes infinity sumus. Both Latin phrases. The first one means to each an end, which is pretty interesting because, of course, everything ends eventually. Everyone dies and one day this whole planet we live on will be swallowed by the same sun that grows all our food. That's just the way it is. Nam kiske finis. And the second message, nos omnes infinity sumus, means we are all infinite, which would seem to be a direct contradiction, because if we're all infinite, then really nothing ever ends. The atoms inside you were once part of stars, and the water you drink was once drunk by a dinosaur. Everything is in a constant loop, and maybe when the universe stops expanding, the pieces of it become parts of other universes. I don't know. An end is a beginning, and a beginning is an end, and everything in between is what we make of it. So, like, everything dies, everything ends, but at the same time, we're all infinite. Nos omnis infinity sumus. It's a paradox. Or maybe a choice. 
Nobody is really sure what it means. It's interesting that it started a couple of weeks ago. I'd been doing quite well avoiding the forums. I decided it would be best to try and do as little as possible regarding the show, the forums connected and the forums connected to it, but they're also connected to me. So that was really hard. Uh, some days I just sat in the window of our little flat looking out at the street below. Oliver would come in with coffee for me from the place across the street, change out the flowers in the vase on the coffee table. Since I stopped broadcasting, he's stopped trying to keep the plants in our flat alive. It started to upset him, taking out pot after pot of crunchy brown twigs. Now, instead of pots, there are cats on the windowsill, but Oliver likes to keep a bouquet on the coffee table, even if he has to swap it out three times a day. All the flowers in the shop are dead, he tells me, but they aren't dead like this, and he knows it. Now and then I cave in, peeking at the, peeking at the forums. I didn't say anything. That felt like a step too far. We talked about it so much, Oliver and I, and my sisters and our friends. It was a bad idea to broadcast, and so it was a bad idea to go on the forums too. But I wanted to know you were all right, faithful listeners, and I'd been doing so well just checking the personal posts until a couple of weeks ago when I saw a message about the spell that went wrong. All in, it wasn't especially remarkable, really. There must have been hundreds of posts quite like it posted throughout the years, people bemoaning the mistakes that can happen when you practice the arcane arts. The thing is, with magic, if it goes wrong, there are two possibilities for what goes next. The first one, the most common, is nothing happens at all. Your attempts to channel the arcane forces in the trembling threads between all things fail with nothing more than a sputter and a spark, and then it's gone. This is most people's experience with magic. My friend Rytidia the Bogwitch likes to say the arcane arts are like singing. Almost anyone can do it, but few can do it well. The other possibility is that the magic you try to channel redirects itself in strange and unpredictable ways. This can range in severity, like the time my sister accidentally turned her, eye her eyebrow neon yellow, or I accidentally made all the windows in the flat break because I too much put too much cayenne pepper in our brownies. But it can also be a catastrophe. A hamster might curl up in your palms, still and unmoving. Your sister might come back from the dead, different and strange, stronger than before, but now bound to you eternally. Death might seep out of your pores and poison every plant within a hundred metres. The Spirit Box Radio Forums are a place where people go to for advice, so there's loads of posts there about things going wrong, both arcanely and mundanely. You might have even posted something there yourself, faithful listener. But this post was different. Here's what it said. Right, <laughs> I'm going to stop for a minute because I've been reading for ages. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I need to consume some water. Hydrate. Um, hydrate. Drink it's beverage time. It's beverage time. It's beverage. I don't think I need to hydrate because of all of the water that I took in through my skin by being yeah, outside. Perfect. Yeah, and frog time instead of beverage yeah. time. Yeah, ultimate, ultimate hydration there. <laughs> Want some nice semi-permeable membrane? Absolutely. Who mm. doesn't love a semi-permeable <laughs> membrane? Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. I um, when I started tea, Alex said to me when I was first putting it on, she was like, "Oh, it's frog time," and it's just made. <laughs> I think about it every time I use it now. I use it oh, every no. fucking day, so I'm just like, "Oh," and it makes me feel so gross. It's like, oh, because it's slimy. Time. It is slimy. It's slimy. It's bad. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. I'm not. <laughs> frog time is bad. Nobody wants frog time. Except for Cal. Shout out to Cal, everyone. Yeah, Cal loves frog time. Cal? 
Cal it's Lord. always frog time if you're Cal. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. We're focusing in on you now. I hope you don't feel yeah. targeted. But yeah, you are. I hope you don't feel love singled you, Cal. out, Cal. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we all love you. We all love you, Cal. The cult of Cal. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. That's that's even worse. <laughs> Who else is in that little chat? Hang on. Let me look. There's a, a bunch of people there. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. So get it open. Um, Get it open, find out who yeah, it so is. Cal and Tal and Dom and Dorian and Isaac and okay. everyone else who's listening to this whose names I don't currently have on hand. Also, mm-hmm. you should also feel singled out right now. <laughs> uh, feel attacked. Um, no, don't. It's a nice, we're nice people. We're nice no, people. I promise we're not. we're not here to attack you. We're hideous. <laughs> we're hideous monsters who are going to make you feel really uncomfortable. Yep. We're going to talk We're about direct... all of the things that you talk about in the chat. That's right. We see everything. <laughs> we, we see don't... all. We see all. Right. <laughs> we don't only occasionally check into shit posts. That'd be weird. Welcome. We're there. We're there Fox all Radio. the time. The faithful okay. listeners' Discord is just a one big thought experiment. So you know, absolutely. Enjoy. The show isn't real. It turns out that we're just <laughs> we're just here to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. When you tune into the show, the show tunes into you. <laughs> and this is why I have to schedule an extra half an hour every time we do rehearsals and table reads. <laughs> oh, yep. no, that's, it's important. That, it, that's usually Will's JoJo Bizarre Adventure Time. But is that, yeah. You say that, that it's Will's JoJo Bizarre Adventure Time, but most often the reason why we spend forever when we're doing <laughs> rehearsals together, Will, is because you've gone. Oh look, a magpie! <laughs> <laughs> out of the window. It's a show that reference. The gone a show for fifteen reference. minutes. It's, fine. Yeah. it's oh, all related. Oh, uh, we've lost him now. That's oh, fifteen no. minutes gone. It's great. I really enjoy it, but you do have to schedule an extra time for it to happen. That's true. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to continue now, and you know more of guys. me. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesse will be here soon and it won't just be me. <laughs> I've got a whole letter to read and it's fucked up. Fucked up if true, this one. And the letter is L. Oh, God. <laughs> F. Um, okay. The Spirit Box Radio Forums are a place where people go to for advice. So, of course, there's loads of posts there about things going wrong, both arcanely and mundanely. You might have even posted something like that yourself, faithful listener. But that post was different. Here's what it said. Hey everyone, there's been a bit of a thing happening in my life, which is why I haven't been posting that often. As you as you know, in my free time, I read tarot for people. I'm by no means an expert, but I find it really soothing. And I know a lot of people find it helpful to have someone else read the cards on their behalf. So I think it's worthwhile as side hassles go. I don't really do much other arcane practice, but a friend of mine who's pretty new to the scene wanted some help with the project. I said I'd help out because she's been reading a lot of the forum stuff about alchemism in particular and really likes the idea of practicing magic in a way that deliberately ha- deliberately keeps what you're doing secret from others. And that feels weird to me because it feels like the whole point of the forums is to share and keep other- others informed, but okay. No shade to any of you who are still hardcore who still identify as hardcore arcanists, by the way. I just find the whole idea of focusing your study on keeping the stuff you learn absolutely secret a really weird way of going about it, but my practice isn't your practice, and whatever you do, it's fine, so long as you aren't hurting other people, in my opinion. Anyway, she asked me to help her out with this one particular spell she wants to do. I wasn't sure what it was, but I helped her gather supplies and such like, and went over to her house 
to help in to help in case she needed it. She lays out all the stuff and starts casting her circle, only instead of drawing a pentagram or other usual arcane shape to light her candles on, she starts doing this really weird loopy thing. Turns out it's a sigil she designed herself, and she was trying to combine it with this binding spell to lock in her intention even more deeply. I couldn't find anything exactly wrong with that in principle, but I told her that maybe she should leave it for now and come back to this complicated improv stuff for when she's a bit more experienced, but she got super upset and told me she was going to try to do it with it all. I'm not going to go into the gory details, but basically what she said made me feel like if I didn't help her, she was just going to go right ahead and try it anyway as soon as I left. So that would have been even more unsafe, so I agreed to hang around and watch. So she carries on casting her circle and lights five candles and starts chanting her intention and everything is going fine and as usual until it got to the point where she was going to blow the candles out. She leaned over the circle to blow out her red candle first, but she knocked the purple one with the sleeve of her jacket and it caught a little on the fabric. It was easy enough to put it out, but it did burn her wrist a little bit, so I had to step in and blot out the other candles while she ran her arm under cold water. Things started going weird as soon as I blew out the last flame. It was super quiet, but not like a normal kind of quiet. My ears felt like they do when I'm in an aeroplane and climbing altitude, like something was pressing against the sides of my head. My friend was still over by the sink and she sort of twisted. Like this is not a shape any person should ever be in. Her mouth was open like she was screaming, but I couldn't hear anything coming out of her. Her legs were thrashing on the ground, but there was no pounding against the wood, just silence and that mounting pressure in my head, building and building. And it was so quiet, my brain was trying super hard to find any sound at all, and I could almost hear static. I ran over to my friend. She was thrashing side to side, her hands over her face. I could see her chest moving, so I knew she was screaming, but there was still no sound at all, nothing, just the hiss in my head that my head was inventing to fill the emptiness in the air. I tried to pull my friend's hands from her face, but she was holding on so tight it was impossible, and as I tugged at her wrists, one of her flailing legs caught me square in the throat and knocked me sideways. I was totally winded, fighting to get air back in my lungs, and my friend was still thrashing and thrashing, and then, with no warning at all, she went completely still. Her hands fell back from her face. Her chest didn't rise or fall. She lay there utterly motionless as I gasped for breath. I tried to crawl my way towards her, but as I reached her to check her pulse, a small white light rose from the circle she cast on the floor. It hovered a foot or so above the floorboards, bobbing slightly like it was caught on a breeze. I couldn't tear my gaze from it. The longer I looked, the brighter the light became. The buzzing in my ears got louder and louder like waves thrashing against a cliff and the pressure on the sides of my head built and built. The white light grew and grew, first a thimble size, then a football, then a car, until it filled the whole room, my eyes streaming tears as I could not blink, could not tear my gaze away from the fixed point where the light had begun. And then it was gone. Sound came rushing back so fast I was dizzy with it and with the bright light, white light, there was a second before my eyes adjusted where it seemed like I'd gone blind, but it was only for a second. My friend was still lying there. She was still, utterly, horrifically still. I called an ambulance. She's been in ICU since this happened, and nobody can work out what's wrong with her. This happened about three weeks ago. I've been visiting her most days. I've looked back at the sigil she made, but I can't work out why it would do this to her. 
I know where magic goes wrong, the consequences can be violent, but I've never seen anything like this in years of practice. Does anyone know of anything similar happening? And can anyone give me some advice for what I can do to help my friend, arcane or mundane? And that's the post. There are moments from my own life I could compare to this, like when my mother accidentally collapsed a house on me and I was in a coma for seven years and didn't start remembering anything until still more years after that. So when I saw this, I wanted to respond immediately, even though plenty of other people on the forums know about what happened to me and were already replying in the comments. And what I have to say about it definitely doesn't add anything to the conversation. But I kept thinking about it, about the silence and the light and the long sleep afterwards. And that's when the static on the Spirit Box Radio continuous broadcast began to whisper. Two weeks ago now. Two weeks. And I'm back. The phone rings. Hmm. You know, that hasn't rung. That, you know, that hasn't rung once the whole time the show has been off the air. The phone clatters as Sam lifts it from its cradle. Hello? Sam, are you broadcasting? Hey, Kitty. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? You are, aren't you? I'm so glad you're doing well. It's lovely to hear from you. I thought you said you were going to stop airing the show. Changed my mind. Okay. Well, listen, Indy and I... God, do you ever spend any time apart anymore? That's none of your business. We spent the weekend in Salem, you know, the witch trials place. I'm the embodiment of death or whatever, Kitty. I've heard about Salem, Massachusetts. All right, no need to get all snarky with me, your highness. <sighs> Don't you start with that. You're being a pillock, so I thought I'd join in. I miss you. When are you coming home? I don't know. I need some time, I think. But that's not why I'm calling. Right, you went to the witchy capital of the world? Yes. We went there because there tends to be a decent concentration of people who practice the arcane there and I thought maybe we could learn something about what's been going on with you. Kitty, you don't have to keep investigating things. You may be the investigator. It's sort of my job. How many times do you want me to apologise? Before you brought me back from the dead as a freaky arcane being you'd already done it I mean you've called me the investigator since you were a kid Sam don't you remember no you know I don't right anyway tell me about Salem oh yeah well I was pretty sure whatever we found out would be you know vague and difficult to pass you know practitioners of the arcane aren't always interested in arcanism as a study and as we all know arcanists don't share secrets exactly but i thought it might be a good place to pick up a trail even if nothing came over it right away so what did you find out oh there's a group of witches oh not again how many weird little cults do i have to break up before people get the message that i'm not letting anyone else try to stop the bloody apocalypse yeah these ones don't seem interested in ending the world what a delightful surprise. They're up to something, though. 
Yes. And at least one of them is an arcanist. Hmm. That's probably a bad sign, isn't it? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Arcanists do not get together. Except when they're plotting world-ending events, which may or may not involve turning people into soup. I said, I'm pretty certain, they don't want to end the world. So what do they want? I don't know yet. Are you going to find out? I'm the investigator, aren't I? I guess. And you're the host of Spirit Box Radio. Sure looks that way, doesn't it? It's alright, Sam. I know it's been hard recently. Just recently? You know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Go do your show. Go hunt your witches. Oh, too soon. Too soon? I'm still in Salem. Bathshiva, Kiwi. Kiwi? Bathshiva, Kitty, they died centuries ago. How can it be too soon? I don't know. Ask your immortal boyfriend. Kitty hangs up with a clatter. Ask your immortal boyfriend. Puh. Hey, Oliver. Yes? Is it too soon to joke about the Salem witch trials? Maybe. Oh, damn it. I wonder if Oliver has any books with stuff about Salem in them. That's what Em used to do when she sent Kitty off to investigations. Do all the reading. Or, well, do some of the reading and outsource a hefty portion of it to you, faithful listeners. But that's what the forums are for, isn't it? Community and, collabor- community and collaboration. We're in this together. Oh, burn the witch. That's got to have something relevant, surely. Sam settles into a chair. Let's see. Book cracks open. Oh, my. This is hand-bound. Gorgeous. Burn the Witch, A History of Persecution and Witchery by Oliver Berlin. God, he wrote a whole book. Don't know why I'm surprised. He's all smart and he's had a lot of time on his hands. Hmm, Let's see. Pages turn. Ah, Here we go. Of the witches in Salem, it is unclear which of the accused was a serious practitioner of the arcane arts. This case becoming as famous as it has has in the, the time since it has clouded the records of those involved. It would seem little to no practice of the true arcane arts was performed in this location. Oh, this isn't helpful at all. And um, blah, blah, blah. Cotton Mathers, Proctor, they were all killed on the hill. None of them were set on fire. Yes, yes. Oh, nonetheless, the site, the site has now become a hallowed ground for practitioners who return to the site. Like many other locations claiming to be significant in the world of the arcane and occult, simple repetition of the phrase lends power to the ground and it can be easier to successfully practice the arcane arts in Salem, as I found in other similarly revered locations. So basically, Salem has become a site of significance because people said it was a site of significance. I can see why Kitty wanted to check it out. The house where I was born collapsed on itself and then rebuilt out of thin air and started eating people, so maybe it's a similar sort of deal. Well, probably not. I think if they were non-existent houses eating people in Salem, someone would have noticed. Unless the not houses are very good at covering their tracks. Uh, this isn't the point, is it? Kitty stumbled across a little group of witches there, uh, but like that seems pretty standard. It's Salem, after all. One of the most magical cats in all of literature is named after it. Morale. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's a very, he's a very large cat now, you know. <laughs> he's grown. I was not large. ready. <laughs> I, should, I should have mentally prepared for that, and I, I wasn't. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. That was good. Okay. In season three, Will will be voicing Revel. Uh... <laughs> Oliver's actually uh... taking a back seat to my uh, my real passion, which is voicing Revel. Voicing yeah. cats. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not you, dear. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, no. There's only one more Revel sound, I think. <laughs> um, of all the places you'd expect a group of witches to be, I'd put Salem pretty high on the list. It's an unremarkable observation, isn't it, really? Except if more than one of them is an arcanist. Slippery buggers, arcanists. Their whole arcane practice is built around the concept of secrets. They don't share notes, they don't even talk to each other if they can help it. The only way to get a hold of their writing is after they die. And even then, you're unlikely to see it unless they've specifically bequeathed it to you. From what people on the Spirit Box Radio forums say, even then, it's possible you won't understand a word of it. It's unusual for them to get together. Not that it doesn't happen, mind. The Spirit Box Radio forums are a testament to that, mocked by many as they may be. And we know that they can be brought together to eat people's soup and worship immortal children when gaslit, so there's that. Besides, if Kitty says it's weird, then it's weird. She is the investigator, after all. If I'm going to go through the trouble of bringing my sister back to life, I'd best trust her instincts, I suppose. But what's the point? I mean, besides the fact that I would be completely hopeless without her, that is. My faithful listeners, would you mind asking around whether you've heard anything about witchy gatherings in the Salem area? There's bound to be one or two of you with some information we could use. I always appreciate your help. The phone rings. Hmm. That's suspiciously fast. Revel, a cat, hisses. <laughs> the phone rings, shifts and distorts. Now? Really? Hello, little bit. Back on the air, I see. What do you want, Scourge? Just checking in. I'd say we were starting to get worried. You haven't been off the air so long, but of course, you know better than that, Samael. Well, there you go. You've checked in. Now check out. Oh, full of spice today, aren't you? I'm in the middle of a broadcast scourge. I do not want to be dealing with your disembodied arcane bullshit right now. I have better things to do. Is that so? Yes, it is so. Now get lost. Or what? What do you mean, or what? If I don't leave, what will you do about it, heir apparent? I swear to Bathsheba. No, 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 no. Go on. Tell me what you're going to do if I don't leave right now, this instant. Scourge, go. I'm far too interested to find out what the next stage of this is, I'm afraid. What's it going to be? Are you going to try to vanquish me like you did to Rowan? Or scatter my soul on the wind? You have no soul. No, little bit. A soul is all I have. Disembodied arcane thing that I am, as you so rightly put it. I didn't say... There it is, that little desperation. 
We may look human, you and I, but we aren't. We're nothing like your ageless boyfriend, the sister that you stuck back together, or any of the other humans forcibly made to live beyond their deaths that you hold so dear. We're something else. Something better? Is that the argument you're going to make? No. Not better. Other. Oh, right, of course. This again, you showing up here to spout a load of empty nonsense. That's all you are, really. There's nothing inside of you but hot air and bad vibes. Ah, but you and I, we are the same. We aren't the same. I was born, you weren't. That's an important distinction. Perhaps, but it only changes the function, not the form, don't you think? We are nothing alike. I know you don't think that, Sam. Can you read minds now or something? Did dear old dad decide to give you an upgrade? Pity he didn't include a shred of redeemable quality along with the telepathy. I don't need redemption or telepathy. I know you don't think that because you kept the crown. I didn't. I buried it. But you know where it is, don't you? Heir apparent. What was I supposed to do? Toss it into the ocean? Given you went to a beach just moments before, I think that would have been quite convenient. But again, no. If you didn't want it, you could have taken it apart. You're strong enough now, but you didn't destroy it. So you're thinking about going back there and digging it up, putting it on and claiming your birthright. Maybe you do need telepathy because I'm not, Scourge. I don't want to hurt anyone. That's why you'll do it. If I take that crown, I end the world to make a new one. That's hurting people. It's hurting everyone, in fact. It's all a matter of perspective. Right, that's it. Get out. Ah, there it is. That power we're all counting on. Get out. I'm gone already, Sam. He's wrong. Of course he's wrong. I'm not thinking about ending the world. It's not my birthright. It's a fucking curse that I've been saddled with. That's not why I'm broadcasting again. I'm broadcasting because something is happening, a changing, and I might be the only person who can help. And if I can help, that makes me makes it my duty to do so, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I should I don't know, I should I should check. The crown is safe, so we can't take it. Footsteps. White door. Take me to the crown. Sam knocks six times, and the door opens with a creak. A gust of wind blows in. Sam steps forward, feet crunching on gravel. He stops. A magic hum rises. It's still here. It's safe. Sam, what are you doing? How is there a draft coming from the office? It doesn't have a window. Uh, coming, sorry. Good night, faithful listeners. That's all for now. And are you nearly losing your shit at me saying so? How Scourge says so. Oh, I had to hold that in, Christ. You did a beautiful job. Well done. Everyone was fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. You're all good. Ah, this is this was a delight as always. And then yeah, so I think 
we're going to wrap it up here unless anybody's got some really fun, wacky anecdotes they want to tell <laughs> before we wrap it up. No, just don't. No. <laughs> don't. No. Don't. No. no. No, no, don't get so, caught in a storm. It's over now. Don't get caught it was in a storm. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> it was don't fun when that's over. We go, go home. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> and don't stand under trees if there's lightning. I watched yeah, someone do that. That great, was a stupid idea. Great them. advice. <laughs> great advice. Uh, solid advice. Yeah, remember yep. that, everyone. Yep. Um, that's why you're yeah. all here. You're here for yeah. great <laughs> advice we <laughs> offer here at Spirit Box Radio. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Spirit Box Radio. Welcome back. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to stop recording now. Me again. I hope you had fun with that. It was a really fun thing to do. We don't often record simultaneously as part of the Spirit Box Radio gang. It actually only happened three times in the length of the whole show where scenes were recorded simultaneously, where two actors were like reading their lines together at the same time. Everything else is done with everyone in isolation recording on their own, which is what I was referring to right at the beginning of the episode. There's a little bonus clip from before Billy showed up that I'm going to play at the end. But before I let you go, I just want to mention the new show, Twelve Arms. It's a fantasy mystery audio drama which will start airing next summer in June or July. It'll be around 12 episodes long and feature a full cast of voice actors, including some of the ones you know from Spirit Box Radio. It's crowdfunding on Indiegogo at the moment, so if you have a chance to support the show, it would really mean a lot. There's a ton of rewards starting at just £2, including a couple of secret rewards I've linked in the show notes for this episode. You can also find the show by searching 12 Elms on Indiegogo or going to 12elms.com. That's T-W-E-L-V-E-L-M-S, like 12 L-M-S, or one word. And with that, here's an extra couple of minutes of us talking about how half the people couldn't come, which ends with Billy arriving having walked through a storm. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so yes, we are all here for the table read. And when I say all, I mean three out of the five people who are supposed to be here are here. One person has had to tap out because of technical problems and we don't know what's happened to Billy. So we love that for everyone. Um, I'm sure it will all be fine. Um, <laughs> when I say all, I mean not all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're just going to, we're going to make do with who's here and we've got will who plays oliver is here and nice. jesse who plays kissy is here and that's like you know that's a good a good amount of the people that should be here, <laughs> that <are> here. <laughs> two thirds you know it's yeah. not bad <laughs> and it's, I, yeah i've been rescheduling this for weeks so it needs to happen today otherwise i can't like move on um oh it's billy billy has finally oh. showed up it's okay oh. <laughs> Right, I come off and um, oh god, caught in a, it's caught in a storm. <laughs> Billy was caught in a storm. Right, oh, okay, no. I'll stop this now, and um, we will come back in. Uh, so we've just had this wonderful little intro, and we'll have we've, another one. Yeah, we've got the wonderful DVD extra that everyone's <laughs> yeah. looking forward to at the end of the series. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll include it anyway, just for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Get spooky. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.